0: With everything going on in the world right now, I think it's a great time to catch up with old friends that you haven't spoken to in a while. My friend Diana from high school actually reached out to me to see how things are going. After talking for a bit, we figured out that she would be a great guest on the podcast as she's currently living in a beautiful Scandinavian country. Part of our conversation is focused on the coronavirus, But keep in mind, this interview was done back on May 7th. So when we get to that part, everything coronavirus related actually has the timestamp of early May. All right, here we go. This is Destinations Beyond Expectations. And here's my chat with Diana Perios to talk about Norway.
1: In the world of travel, things are constantly changing. There's always something to learn about the places we go. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to Welcome. Destinations Beyond Expectations, a podcast designed for students of travel.
0: Welcome to DBE. This is your host Stevie G. I am so excited to talk to my friend Diana, but before I do, I want to mention a few quick things. I told you last week we are now on Patreon, and I'm so happy to announce that we have our first patrons. I want to give a big thank you to Tim from Fairfax, Virginia, and Chris from the UK for supporting us through Patreon. If you consider yourself a student of travel and really value the DBE podcast, consider supporting the show by becoming a patron on patreon.com. Or you can simply find a link to become a patron at www.dbetravel.com. And we will be doing patron shoutouts to thank you for the support. Remember, DBE is also on Facebook and Instagram, and I even have a Snapchat, which you can follow at DBE Travel. All right, now on to Norway, a country that I haven't visited yet, but after talking to Diana, it has shot up my list of places to see. Here's my interview with Diana Perios to talk all things Norway. Diana, what is up? How are you? How's life? How are things going?
1: Life is really good right now. Um, Obviously, COVID is affecting everybody differently. Uh, I'm over here in Norway, and the rest of my family is down in Florida, and I have some family in Jersey and everything. So we've all been comparing experiences, and it seems like Norway seems to be way they're ahead we're a little bit ahead of everybody as far as uh, getting back to normal so yeah i would say that uh i mean the bars everything's open right now bars just opened um restaurants and everything here are open so overall life is pretty normal for me but yeah i can definitely see it um taking longer to get back to normal for everybody in in the u.s
0: yeah definitely and remind me where in norway are you living right now
1: I'm living in Stavanger, which is, um, well, that's the nearest city, and I'm on the southwest coast, along the southwest coast of Norway. Uh, I'm in, the town that I live in is, um, Madla, or Hoffersfjord, and I work in Tenanger, there's all kinds of fun, unpronounceable names of cities
0: around here, but, yeah. So, do you, do you like the town, or what is there to do?
1: Um, there's actually a famous – There, uh, there's a ton of hiking to do around here, but the most popular kind of tourist attraction is called Krikestolen or Pulpit Rock, and that is where – I don't know if you saw Mission Impossible, but it was like Tom Cruise was hanging off the edge of a cliff, and that was the cliff, even though I guess it was supposed to take place in Turkey. But, yeah, it's like this. It's this cliff that hangs over the fjords, and it's just amazing it's beautiful there's a lot of beautiful hiking around here and, and a lot of fjords actually but that is the most popular one is uh yeah pretty stolen but yeah there's a lot of hiking everybody skis around here so the winter people do, people kind of go not too far from here to do that and um there's there's plenty to do i pe- I see people cross-country roller skiing on the sidewalk. Everybody here is so active. There's plenty to do. It's really weird to see that, though.
0: So remind me, when did you get to Norway?
1: I got here January first.
0: Ooh, are the winters cold?
1: Yeah, of course. I'm. It's it's not so bad where I am. Actually, I would say where I was in Pens. I I came here from Pittsburgh, and I would say Pittsburgh was worse. It was colder than here actually, because I'm on the south. I'm in the south part of Norway, but I'm also on the coast. So the weather is really mild compared to inland and compared to up north. We don't get, like, any snow here. It's ridiculous. It's it's really windy, though. I will say that. It's crazy windy.
0: Wow. And how did you get to Norway? Like, what what brought you to Norway?
1: Yeah. So I was working in the oil and gas industry in Pennsylvania. Uh, they And I was working on rigs up there, and I realized— um, I was working, well, I'm working for Halliburton, and it's the same company I was working for over in Pennsylvania, and they're an international company, and the kind of experience you you need to get to move up is international and offshore experience, so I kind of uh, started applying over here, and then actually um, in October, I don't know if you've heard anything, but oil and gas has been like the whole industry has been really rocky the last year or so last few years for sure but especially the last year so there were a lot of layoffs i was one of the layoffs in october and so when i got laid off i applied over here and um kind of knew some people and and got in over here and norway is the best place for oil and gas they have like the nicest rigs and they have the safest uh regulations and they're they're very well put together and respectable industry over here.
0: And what are some things that you've been able to do so far in Norway on your free time? So I tried skiing. Was that your first time?
1: It was my second time, but everybody here has been skiing like before they learned to walk kind of thing, like everybody. And so it, it was, thankfully it wasn't just me. I have a, a group of friends that I hang out with here. We're all expats. So we're from all different countries. And we all went together with this one Norwegian and she was like, yeah, you guys will be fine. <laughs> and so we were all the only adults on the whole mountain that like were falling down and everything. So, but yeah, I got to go skiing. That was, that was good. Uh, and then went on a, like a sort of cruise boat tour through the fjords, which was just amazing. It's like breathtaking. It was so beautiful. There's so much history around here too. lot of viking stuff obviously they're very proud of their viking heritage so just going around to historical sites and things like that there's a lot of that around here
0: have you gotten to check out any other countries during your time in norway or have you been strictly in norway
1: strictly in norway that was the plan i was planning on traveling a lot more um but because of covid i haven't gone anywhere else
0: diana when you get the chance you have to go to iceland Um, like i just was there in january um of this year and it was such a cool experience it almost feels like like you're on a different planet because the island is you know essentially like a volcano and then you contrast that with the the snow and ice everywhere it's just like unreal
1: I know, I know. So much ice, too. I'm a geologist, went to school for geology. That's why I want to go there. So you talking about the rocks and the, the snow and everything, I know. I, that's the big reason I want to go there.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's like, it's it's pretty amazing. Um. So what is on your list of things to see in Norway that you that you haven't gotten a chance to see yet, but is like next on your list?
1: Well, I want to go up uh, in the winter and see the Northern Lights for sure. Um, and there are a lot of reindeer up North and it's, it just seems really beautiful up North. I want to go up there. And I'm also, I want to go visit a town called Muirana because that is where my family is originally from, like way back when, I don't know, my great grandparents or something. Great, great grandparents. And not that far, but yeah, like greater, great, great grandparents are from that specific town. So I want to go visit there. Um, Otherwise, you know, seeing the fjords, not that I wouldn't want to go and see everything that I possibly can, but that's, I think the Northern Lights are kind of top of my list.
0: Right, right. Cool. Um, So from your experience, what would you say the people of Norway are like?
1: They're really kind. Um, They're very focused on staying healthy and, and helping the environment. Everybody here drives an electric car pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, like I said everybody you, you see people out biking and doing their I don't know what they call it cross country roller skiing <laughs> and everything. People are obsessed with fitness and uh and not in a bad way. That sounded bad, but you know, they're they're they, really fit. They invest in their health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it especially like I said the environmental thing is huge too. There's a lot more recycling and um, incentives to uh, take the bus and public transport and things like that. There are a lot of options for public transport and it's good. Yeah, I haven't. I don't have a car here, and I've been fine for four four months, almost. Yeah, four months now. Over four. How months. do you
0: usually get around? Do you use like a train or like a like a bus?
1: Trains. Uh, they have these public scooters, public bikes. And you can walk pretty much anywhere you need to go. I've been walking pretty much everywhere. I I live pretty close to everything I need. So that's how I've been doing it. And
0: like how far does English go there? Can you get around pretty well in Norway knowing English?
1: Yeah, everybody's learned English since they were young. So everybody knows English. Nobody really uses it, though, unless they have to. Um and everything in the stores are in is in Norwegian and signs, everything everything is in Norwegian, but if you have to ask somebody something in English, they'll understand cool
0: so what has the food been like over there
1: yeah the, they're not I wouldn't say Norwegians are really known for their food, but uh they're like I said they're very healthy, so like fish bread, potatoes are kind of the main staples like I said bland but healthy a lot of fiber. Um, like I said, fish is huge, so
0: And uh, what is it like going out for a drink in Norway?
1: They're really weird. Like you're not allowed to advertise alcohol, which is like the weirdest thing for an American. You know, you see Budweiser everywhere and Coors Light, whatever. You don't see you cannot advertise for alcohol to the extent that even if you are in a bar, you cannot have pictures of alcohol on the walls, like, uh, you know, they have, like, those kind of funny old-time, like, 50s-themed signs with, like, you know, have a martini or whatever, and there will be a a piece of tape over it that says Censored, right over the glass of alcohol, or if there's any beer, like, you can't show a beer bottle on TV, things like that. They, um, you have to go to a special place called the Vin Monopole to get alcohol over 4.5% uh yeah it's a weird it's a it's it's different here for sure and it's really expensive if you go out to drink here i think like a regular beer is about i don't know 12 dollars is like the cheapest you can really get
0: interesting interesting um wow um so what has been the most impressive part of norway for you so far
1: definitely i their commitment to health and the environment. I think that that's impressive in terms of the biggest difference, the biggest positive difference that I've seen here compared to the U S once I got here. And you see, I mean, like I said, the electric cars are everywhere and it's like, wow, it's not that hard, you know? And, uh, I'm, I'm kind of an environmental, I don't know, environmentalist. You you could say, even though I work in oil and gas, <laughs> um, it's just a job. I swear. <laughs> but it's it's cool to see people here with, I mean, the, it's with electric cars everywhere. There are seriously Teslas everywhere. It's the weirdest thing. You just see them everywhere. I love, I think Teslas are cool. I thought they were cool before I got here. But here, it's actually like lame to think they're cool just because they're everywhere, which I don't know. It's like a backwards world, but.
0: Right, right, right. Um, I have a question about taxes aren't the taxes in norway like super high oh
1: my god yes so income tax is about 41 percent or something like that when i first got here for me before i got it um uh, before i got everything figured out with like my residence permit and everything it was about 50 percent income tax uh then you also get taxed if you don't have an electric car which is a big reason why people have electric cars but they're changing that now and um taxes on other oh, sugar tax which is really high so anything with sugar in it has that special tax and I think there's an alcohol tax which is also insanely high yeah like a bottle of Captain Morgan like a I, I don't know in volume but you know just a normal kind of small handle I think was like $40 or something I was looking wow. online yeah I just haven't even bothered <laughs> I've been sticking to my low alcohol beer from the grocery store which is still <laughs> not cheap but better than
0: yeah probably like better than a lot of the beer you'd find over here um at a grocery store um i gotta ask you like get can you talk a little bit more about covid19 and and what's going on right now in norway
1: as far as covid norway was hit pretty hard in the beginning because everybody goes down to italy to ski so once Italy got hit hard and people started bringing that back from the back to Norway and then Belgium, I think it was, and some other places they started trans or Austria, Austria. Um, they started transporting it in and it, it hit really hard because uh, Norway might be large, but it has the population of Houston, Texas. It's like, the whole country has the same population as Houston, Texas. So our numbers went up really. When, however, many people got sick, our like numbers per thousand people were kind of way up compared to the rest of the world. Um, so I think that kind of showed that it hit Norway relatively hard. But we we locked down really quick, and like I said before, it's pretty much gone. I actually haven't seen a single mask. Isn't that crazy? Wow! Like America, I know. I haven't seen a single person wearing a mask see hand, hand sanitizer everywhere, but I haven't seen anybody wearing masks.
0: Wow. Um, now, when you say like shut down, what exactly do you mean by that? Because, you know, here um, different states have gone about it differently. And, you know, like grocery stores and essential businesses have stayed open, but everyone else has gone home. And now there's things are maybe starting to open back up at like 25 and they've been talking like 50 percent capacity but I know those rules and regulations are different, like by each state. So, I guess when you say shut down, what exactly do you does shut down mean?
1: Yeah, pretty much the same as the U.S. Actually, we shut down everything that was not essential. Uh, we had grocery stores were open and gas stations and all that. Uh, I guess a lot of stores stayed open, like in the mall, but nobody was going. Uh, obviously haircut places were not open until last week or maybe early this week no it was last week last week um everything opened back up and I think this week was the bars so I don't know if there's a system in place because honestly I don't know where to get (laughs) I haven't been getting much news and any news that there is is in Norwegian so I've been missing it but um I hear from colleagues and things like that when big big stuff happens
0: and you said the bars are opening up. That's a, that's a good sign. Right. Um, is there like a capacity limit there as well?
1: Yeah. They're only letting 50 people in the bar at once. I heard that today.
0: Interesting. Um, do, do you, do you like the bars over there?
1: Oh, they're, they're awesome. Yeah. They're really trendy. You, The whole scene for millennials would actually be. Is it,
0: is it like a, a place millennials would like love?
1: For sure. For sure. Uh, There's a lot of cafes and bars. And um, like I said, if you're outdoorsy, obviously there's a lot to do. But yeah. Yeah. uh, Sushi restaurants are pretty huge here. (laughs) So millennials millennials should be happy. As far as... um, Like, the whole Instagram influencer crowd, though, I don't know that they would fit in. They'd stick out. Not that they don't usually stick out like sore thumbs, but they would really stick out here and be, like, shamed. There's, It's a very modest country. Um, There is no, like, no one is better than anyone else. And that translates across many different fields. That translates economically. We're a socialist country, so everybody, you know, so many, there's only so much of over under between the, the people that make the most money and the people that make less money. You know, bus drivers are paid pretty, pretty well and normal occupations you would think would be paid less or like cleaning ladies, things like that, are they're paid a reasonable salary. And um, I forget what made me think about this, but
0: yeah. Uh, uh, back to Instagram really quick. You said like, it's not really a place for the Instagram influencers, but, um, for those like nature pictures, there's gotta be some like unbelievable photo ops out, uh, on the hikes and stuff. Like I saw that you posted a few pictures to Facebook. Um, it's gotta be like a great place for those kind of Instagram pictures.
1: Yeah. That was the cliff above the fjords. That was pulpit rock.
0: And, and that's popular for people to visit, right?
1: Yeah. That's the most popular, um, That's the most popular tourist attraction here for sure. Like that's the one that Tom Cruise was hanging off of in Mission Impossible. That's right. That whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I have a group of friends that I hang out with here. Like I mentioned, they're all other expats around my age. I got really lucky. I I hopped into the office at the same time as other 20, 30-somethings that were from out of the country that all also were brand new and also didn't know Norwegian and also didn't know anybody. So we all started hanging out and I have a really good group of international friends. I have a friend, Argentina, Germany, Malaysia, Taiwan. It's a good group. It's cool.
0: A big DBE thank you to Diana for joining me on the podcast this week to talk about Norway. It sounds really, really cool. I love that the people are so active and it definitely sounds like a place I need to explore. Students of Travel, don't forget we are on Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher, you name it. And I would greatly appreciate you hitting that subscribe button if you haven't yet. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please don't hesitate to email me at dbetravel1 at gmail.com. That is all I've got for this week. Thank you again, Diana. And for everyone else, I'll talk to you soon.
1: Destinations Beyond Expectations is brought to you by Kaleidoscope Adventures. If you need help planning your next student group trip, Kaleidoscope Adventures is the name you need to know. Visit them at www.mykatrip.com or give them a call at 800-774-7337 when you're ready to plan your next school trip. Again, that's www.mykatrip.com or call them at 800-774-7337.